0: Hello and welcome to the Crystal Palace fan show here on Love Sport Radio. You're with me, Johnny Burrow and James Howard, Mitch Thomas and D.R. Kernaz of Back of the Nest. And of course, we're talking this week about Aaron Wan-Bissaka. We said it in the lead up to the summer that absolutely crucial for Palace to hold on to those key men. Wilf and AWB, United a bid 40 mil, Palace wants 60. Is he Old Trafford bound? Mm. I think so. Potentially. Um, apparently, there was a there was
3: another bid that came in uh, yesterday, or something that Sky Sky Sports reported. So
4: I've only heard the forty million. That's bid. what yeah, I've heard.
3: Yeah, Palace yeah. have
1: uh, rejected that, haven't they? Yeah, too bleeding then, right, too.
3: Yeah, and then I heard that apparently <coughs> yesterday there was another bid, uh, uh, more than forty uh, yeah, they're million. Yeah, go, they're going to improve. Yeah, another improved offer, and that's right. why I feel like and the odds have cut. Cut down on him, uh,
4: you know. Yeah, I'm going. So. Well, uh, do you know what? It's still, you know, what is he worth? And I keep saying this: you've got Van Dyke that went for seventy-five million a year or so ago. <coughs> center back is a center back more valuable than a right back. That's a, there's a there's a, an argument there and a debate on that. Plus the fact age: Van Dyke was twenty-five, wan is only twenty-one. Yeah. You've got two arguments there to say that he's got to be worth 75 million or more.
0: So would you not accept the club selling him for 60, James?
4: If I if I was Steve Parrish or whoever in the club at the moment, I would be seriously thinking we're sitting on an asset here, yeah? If he doesn't want to go, and he doesn't sound like the player that's throwing his toys out of the pram and saying, I want to go, he's got three years on his contract, Let keep him for another season. Let him get into the England team. He'll be worth more money and he'll be good for us next season because let's face it we're probably only going to be able to hold on to Zaha for one more season so let's have a really good season next season and see what we can do and then think about it
3: <coughs> I think the money um, they're putting out there is is okay for Wanpsaker I understand what you're saying by Van Dyke, but I feel like in terms of uh, with full I genuinely do think that the prices are different to centre backs I don't know what it exactly is but well, they're seen 50, as a more fundamental part exactly. of the team aren't and, they? and if you actually 60 million which is what we want and we won't, we don't need to sell it for 40 million the reports were that we rejected a 40 million bid good so yeah exactly <laughs> so if they give us 60, millions, 60 million then I feel like I think that's a fair price and you have to consider the fact that Yes, Wan Bissaka, I would love to have Wan Bissaka and Wilf and all the great players. But the financial situation that we always talk about That's right. Know, it'll, it'll put us in a better position. And that's why I feel like yes, it'll be bad on bad on us if Wan Bissaka leaves, but I'd I would rather Wan Bissaka leaves than Wilfred Zaha. And I'll, I, I if it comes to it, yeah, I'd love them both to stay. But if you had to pick between the one and two, I'd rather sell Wan-Bissaka than Zaha, me personally, even though you know I love them both
1: greatly. Yeah, it's just sad for wan development. I think he should uh, stay longer and you know learn his trade and his craft at Palace. He's going to get a game every week. He's not going to be bench-warming, yeah. which is likely at one of the bigger clubs. And, well, uh,
0: it likely at United. If you look at how they are <laughs> yeah. in terms of their stock for right-backs... Valencia is aging. Rumour has it he could be off to Bex's into Miami side. Diogo uh-huh. Dallo obviously hasn't been judged to be good enough. So if they spend sixty on AWB, I think he's going in as first choice.
3: Yeah, he's starting. Um but the only problem well, is he needs to. Yeah. The only problem is uh the the situation at United is it the best for him because the club is right now a shambles in to see where it seems like there isn't a clear direction, so maybe personally for Wan Bissaka, I don't know if it would be the best move. Rather well, I rather he would say leave... that
1: because I, I mean on um, Monday night football and that um, Gary Neville has been talking about Manchester United concentrating now, getting back to what they did under Ferguson and concentrating on younger talent and sort of developing a you know, a new team. They realise that they're probably not gonna win the league for at least three years or more. So they're building sort of for the medium to long term. And getting players in like Wambersaka of that sort of age and that ilk as well. Breakthrough players that are proven, which he is now, mm. um that you know, um <clears throat> Solskjaer and the hierarchy at Man United are looking to rebuild. Um but they're not my problem. that's their problem. I yeah. don't want Wambasaka to go. I think he needs at least another season at sellers Park to really hone his craft and uh it's good for us. but on the other hand, like you said, I understand the financial constraints the club are in yeah, um, so... st- uh, yeah um, i mean you if what, he stays, what do you think? if he stays on for another season, we could definitely sell him
3: sell him on for more if he continues playing as he. As he has done before, yes, but it's that thing that where...
4: there is a risk there is a risk there. I'll have to say, play devil's advocate. You know, <coughs> what happens if he if he if he has a balassi or something, you know, and, and does his ligament, yeah, exactly. That's so what that we we made money out of balassi, quite a lot of money, and then suddenly he gets into the Everton team and he he ruptures his his um anterior lig- ligament, cruciate ligament. Even even before that, I feel like that yeah. was a
3: brilliant deal. but that,
4: that worked out to be a very, very good deal. yeah, so yeah, I, I get what you're saying. there has to be a price. and I think what Johnny was saying, what would you sell him for? I'm just reluctant to sell him for less than what Van Dyke went for because I'm trying to value him, right? Mm. And if I think back eighteen months ago or when it was that, that they bought Liverpool, bought Van Dyke, they bought him for seventy five million. and I get your argument about the center back and right back, and you've put yeah. that across very well. However, Wan-Bissaka is still five years younger, yeah? And, um, you know, I, I think five years, you know. That, yeah, but that's, he's not
1: proven international, isn't he? Like yeah, what Van Dijk was. But he will be, and he, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, if he yeah. if he
3: plays for one more season, I feel like we could sell him on for more, but that's, it's the fact that it depends what the club are really after, because you want to keep Zaha at the club as long as he can. And yeah, if you could absolutely. get that money and use it to improve, the yeah, to improve the squad. This and is
1: my, my concern about these big deals that Palace are doing. Are we just paying back decks like Benteke and the rest of it, playing catch-up, or is that money going to be put to good use? Mm. And that's my concern.
0: Well, in terms of how much you get for Aaron wan there's a different point there as well, which is unlike Van Dyke, he's English. He counts as a homegrown player and yeah. therefore comes at a premium for yes. these sides. Do you think... That United are going to make a second bid, or are they going to be scared off by that rejection? No,
1: and uh, looking at their sort of supporters' blogs and everything, I forget the guy's name, but it's, it's a funny blog. But he's just saying, look, just pay the money. For that very reason, his age, he's he's proven himself Love, over yeah. over a season. So you think they And he's English. The money. He's saying it's premium on every count. Just pay the money. They want sixty million, pay the money. And that's a Man United sport speaking. And they'll get him tied of up for a long of that contract. Position.
4: They'll get yeah. him tied up in the long contract. And you look, you know, he's twenty twenty one, so he's got ten years left in him. So you mm. know, even if we went for a hundred million, that's ten million pounds a year for a player. That's yeah. not a lot. When you think this guy's gonna be an international, he's the best he right back in yeah. Arguably, is the best right back we've got in England. After the last mm. England performance, he should have been playing. To be honest with you, if it well, yeah. okay, I think Arnold, the Liverpool are ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he Arnold. should be Arnold in the squad. Them, but yeah, so um, but yeah, you know, the counter argument is, you know, we're not paying that much because he's only had one season. Is he a one season wonder? I don't know. So
1: he's not one season. I don't. He's think done, he done he... it back into only... the last season. You got to realize he was chucked in at the deep ends. that's a hardest fixture um, program at that stage. Mm-hmm. I think it's it four or five yeah, top it's... five. Clubs, wasn't it? It's not. When a few, they threw him in, yeah, it's not like he's had five. Yeah. He, he jumped in against Tottenham, Chelsea. That's you know it, have, that top face game, it was... He was. Th- he was throwing dummies, step overs, making people, and that's his f- first second game. And you can, I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> could
3: tell by the teams that's actually <laughs> that's been linked with him. I was
1: like, whoa!
3: Exactly. I did, I was is he shocked as well. No,
1: he's like, what? Hey, <laughs> eh? he's one of that. Get but, the rest of the academy playing if they're like that.
3: Yeah, and you can see by the recognition from other clubs as well. It's not yeah. only United, it's so many other and clubs And that was that's from been the back end of last him. season, exactly. this has been going on. So, yeah, yeah I don't think, I think clubs realise that it's yes. not fluke and he's got the talent. It's just the fact that, you know, does Palace want to send him right now?
0: If he does go, and of course, there is the very slight possibility that Palace accept a bid and Wan-Bissaka says, well, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. If, if, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> that would that'd be the yeah. first. Yeah, be the I hope first you heard time. that, one, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he does go would you resent him leaving so early
1: no uh at the end of the day you know especially our academy homegrown players if they move on to bigger and better things and you know they do it like the likes of Kenny Sansom or whoever then you you've got to you, you just got to admire them and you know it's, it's quite nice uh when I'm in Huddersfield, or if I'm in Central London, or wherever, or if I'm abroad talking to my American cousins that have just learnt about football, and you say <laughs> they're watching him on TV, and I say that's one of our academy players there, and it's it's really nice. I yeah, don't know how you guys feel. I, I, and, you know, it's the reality of football these days. Players do move on. They've got short careers. They've got to maximise
4: them. Yeah, you you can't you can't <laughs> not allow a player to have that opportunity, and um, you know. Yeah. If you get the right money for him, it's made us a a, a tidy profit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, coming up later on the show, we'll find out how that tidy profit could be spent, who AWB's potential replacement could be. But coming up, let's get the thoughts of Neil Shipley, former Palace striker, on the future of one of its stars. This
2: is
1: Love Sport.
0: You are listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and of course, James Howard, Mitch Thomas and D.R. Kernaz of Back of the Nest. And I'm delighted to say that we're also joined on the line by Neil Shipley, the former Palace striker. Good evening, Neil. Thanks for joining us. We've been talking about Aaron Wambasaka this evening. Do you think he's off to United?
5: Well, it looks that way, doesn't it? I mean... Uh... He's had one good one good season. I think his price will will rise. I mean, he's an outstanding prospect. That, that's for sure. But I think for Crystal Palace, is um, you know money's going to money's going to do all the talking here. And I think if the price is right, I think Palace will sell.
4: Yeah, hi Neil uh, James here. I'm I'm just wondering. Um, we're trying to put a value on him at the moment, and I've. I don't know if you were listening earlier, but I've said, look, you look at what Van Dyke went for seventy-five million, and he was, you know, five years older. Yeah, okay, he's a centre back, but yeah, you know, Bambaazak is an English person. So, what what would you say is everyone's got a price, obviously? But what would you say that would what would you, would you be reasonably happy for him to go for? I think it's going to
5: go for about fifty, and I know people have got all their opinions, and and, and that's what's great about football. Van Dyke, I think, is. Would he go for sort of ninety odd or whatever? He's a centre half. I think the B- a right back, and and, and unfortunately, they're, they're never really going to get the, the big. I mean, I know Carl Walker went for uh, for big money, but, but they're not normally your star players. And 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 for us to get for Palace to get fifteen million for for a, 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 a lad that's come through the youth and only played a season, I think we'll will be good business because from what I understand, Palace need the money.
3: Do you think, do you high know? Do you think it'll be better better if Palace actually hold out and wait till next season where his value might increase, or what do you think about the situation? Because we we were debating it and we were saying how if Palace do hold out, maybe his value might increase by another 10 million once he actually plays for the national team. What do you think about
5: about that? Yeah, I, I, I think you're spot on, but I just feel it's it's a bit of a weird. You know, we want to buy it, we want to uh, build a new stand. I know that's a little bit delayed for uh, I think through for the, the council about travel or whatever, but I just think if if we were sitting here and Palace as a club, we knew we had investors coming in. I don't even think we'd we'd be looking to sell him, to be honest. And I, and I think you're right. I think he's only going to get better. He's young, so you're right in what you're saying. But, but I, I just feel one of them's got to go, Wilf or, or Basaka, and, and you know, hopefully not both, but I think something's going to happen and it just looks like it's going to be Bissaka and if we can uh, keep Saha, then, unfortunately, you know, a he, right back and we, we do our cover with Joel Ward, so I could understand, I know the fans are going to like it, but I could understand why Palace are looking like they might go down this way. Do you think Wilf is going to stay, Neil? I think if, Basaka Saka goes, I don't think they can get away with selling both. I, I think that's my. I think the fans would, would go mental if uh, if we sold both. So I'm, I'm hoping for the fans' sake, if this one does go through, then that, that should be it. You know, you've got you've got the money, or you've got a good size amount of money, and hopefully that would keep everyone happy for for, for the for the moment.
3: Um, just Juan Besaka, and he's linked with Man United. Um, do you think that's the right club for him?
5: Uh, well I mean it is Man United I know they're, they're, they're not in the Liverpools and the Man Seas, but Man United are a massive club uh, so it, is it the right club only time will tell I mean will, when Wilf went there a few years ago when he when he was a young lad he didn't work out but it's different positions so I think if it does happen, I would just like to see, see the boy play, uh, obviously, and just mature without being being pushed ridiculously sort of into something. I mean, l- let's not forget, we only knew about this kid because we had no one else to play. That's right, and yeah. and, 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 and that's the beauty of, of football. You know, he's come from nowhere, um, and so you could look, you know, a selling point. Maybe he's. He, I mean, I don't think it will be, but if it's a one season wonder. And for whatever reason, then, then we could be looking back going, well, we did fulfil his potential and we got 50, 60 million for him. But I don't think it's going to go that way. But it's all, you know, it, it could. In terms of the
0: club's strikers, Neil, you're obviously a man who knows a thing or two about scoring goals. How do you see the current situation? Should Batshuayi come back? Can Teke and Wickham do it? Would you be looking elsewhere?
5: Right, as as a as an excellent forward and, and a fan, uh I, I would like I mean I, I would have I was hoping the club were gonna go down the roots of trying to get someone in like a Mitrovic. Uh, but I think things have got to happen, you know. Ben on big money. So I, I think the club needed to get rid of him for a fee and get him off the wage bill. And then you might be looking looking for something else. Uh, but Schuai, if we can afford him, I would say all day long, let, let's let him have another season. But that's all up in the air because of the Chelsea transfer. So for forward wise, there's still a lot of things to be answered. Conor Wickham has a has, you know he's fit and stays uh, stays fit for a long time to get his match fitness. He could be he could be he could be the answer. But, but from what I've seen. Uh I'd have Batchway over Ben Teto all all day long. But I just feel we if we can't get Batchway and we're gonna try and have to freshen something out. I think the fans want a number one centre forward where, you know,
4: it is the man and I think we've been missing missing that for, for a while. Yeah, Neil, I know uh I see you at the club quite a lot, you know, obviously behind the scenes and on the hospitality stuff and, and helping out. I mean I don't know if you, you hear much but do you do you really feel that Palace is in a really bad financial situation now that they would have to sell um you know one big player this at the end of this or before the season because I'm not so sure we're in that such a, a big state that we really have to sell as, as like DR was saying you know if we hang on another season these players you know like rambasaka and even Zaha is going to possibly go up in value so it's an asset that we're holding on to um, oh yeah we do run the risk that they get a serious injury um, but I think with Aram Sakra, and Zaha they're still excellent players and they still retain their value and I personally think they'll increase but are we yeah so do you think we are in some, some problems financially uh, well first of all I'm only going on, on what,
5: what I'm assuming you know I don't know any inside information uh, but frankly if the club didn't need to sell we would be going we'd be sort of just saying that people, go away, you know, just go away. They're not for sale. The fact that that's not happened and we're sort of playing the business game of, you know, you have a hit, you know, we're thinking about it, come back like
4: the bidding war. Mm. I think because we're having that,
5: then I think the club are looking looking to sell.
4: So um, is there dialogue going on at the moment? Then is that what's happening? Is it the actual dialogue that's going on, or is it? Just well, there must be must speculation. Be. I mean, if if <laughs> you can we, get a bid coming, but... yeah, but
0: if United have made a bid and Palace have rejected it and, and said, right. "Listen, it's 60, there's got to be a dialogue, hasn't oh, there? Okay, unless yeah. unless the journalists are just making it up. But normally these things don't come from nowhere, do they,
5: Neil? No, and and if if it, if it was rubbish, the club would 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 you know that poo poo it, you know that they would mm. say this is absolutely rubbish. uh Besek on a deal; he's not for sale. I haven't heard any of that. So until until we start getting that, then I'm assuming that you know we 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 want the best price, and if it ticks the boxes, then then we we are going to sell.
1: Hi Neil, uh, Mitch here. Uh, one missing factor um, is. The radio silence from Aaron wan for a start. Also, is it a good time in his development for him to be moving to Manchester United? I think not, really. But obviously, like you say, the the club obviously need the money and they've got to do the deal. And at the end of the day, they make the decision, not us, the supporters.
5: Yes, uh... With, with Basaka, I, I, I think everyone's right in what we're saying here. I, I, I would like to see the kid stay for another year. I think he's going to get better. Yeah. You know, you, you, you have to learn the game, and, and I don't Absolutely. think he's got lucky for a season. But what a, what a place to learn your game at a club where the fans love you. Yeah. You're not going to be brought under a lot of pressure. You know, what I mean, because yes. he does make mistakes. The kid is human, but he's he's learning about that. I mean, I've noticed recently going forward, he's, he's getting better going forward. And yeah. Whereas at the start of the season, he was a little bit hesitant going forward. So the game is progressing. So he should really stay. Yeah, I'd love him to stay. But I yeah. just feel... And he's guaranteed the game, game time here.
1: I mean, obviously, he's, the big yeah. fee would probably dictate that maybe he'd be a starter at Man United. Maybe not. But
2: from well, my also, experience... Of, I think you know,
5: what I've heard of him, he's quite a quiet kid. So, he's, I mean, I think he... I don't think he'd be pushing for this move at all because I I think he's quite grounded and I think he's enjoying his football this is a shame in football sometimes where you kind of get bullied into going like I mean he doesn't have to go at the end of the day if he he really wants to stand his ground and go look I'm enjoying the football I want another year at least and then uh, that'd be great great because that means he's he's, you know because you don't know what the agents are saying nowadays they might be Mm. going oh Man United Man United but this could fall a little bit flat (laughs) for him and uh and and that's not what we don't want for the kids. You know, he's close. He's unlucky that he's got a couple of right-backs in front of him. Uh, otherwise, you know, he'd be in the England squad for sure. He's definitely in the top three uh, in the country.
1: Well, his stats are actually the top in Europe, defensive-wise, and actually uh, players beating him. Um, he should be in the England squad, even if he's not getting on as a starter. Um Similar problem to Zaha, actually, funny enough. It's just a shame that the managers at the time, both uh, Hodgson and Southgate, are ex-Palace Academy players. But hey-ho. <laughs> As a yeah. final there, there's one. the irony in that. As
0: a final one, Neil. If Aaron wan does go, how important is it that the bulk of that money gets reinvested back into the
5: squad? Really important. Because I mean, we can't keep getting away with this. We, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but we spent eight million uh, or so last year on 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 Chech uh, That was the only fee we paid out. I think we paid about three million for the loan, which mm-hmm. we were desperate for Batsui. Yeah, but we're not we're not spending a lot of money. Now, money's not everything, but I guarantee you, all these clubs that are coming up. I mean, look at Wolves now; they've just gone whoosh. They've gone into another level because they are competing. Yeah. It doesn't promise you that. But you do need to have some kind of backing, and I'm not seeing that with Palace. So it's quite worrying that, that we're asking Roy and Ray to do the job, which sometimes I don't get a lot of credit for. We're not going to keep getting away. with we, have not, not building the, the squad in, in size and, and, and depth of what we, we should be doing in the Premier League.
1: I can't agree more with you, Lee. Um, Neil, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, point I was saying, you know, we we basically since we've been up, we've been in a relegation struggle every single season, as far as I'm concerned. And maybe towards the end, we've pulled away and we found our rhythm. And we've we you know we've ended up mid-table with a late flush. But to be honest, for the majority of the season, every season, we've been in a relegation struggle. And we do need to build around the players that we have got, like Zara, Wambasaka, Townsend, and the. Rest. Neil it's been lovely speaking to you as ever thanks
0: ever so much for your time Neil Shipley. take care chaps cheers, Neil. Cheers, Neil. And Neil. And cheers, Neil Neil. Shipley their ex-Palace striker and I think a very sensible approach to the potential exits from Selhurst Park this summer but let's talk about some potential entrances we've talked a lot about the fact that Aaron wan could be off but if he does go who should replace him don't go anywhere this is Love Sport. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and the guys from Back of the Nest. Let's talk about potential replacements for Aaron wan if it does come to that. We're seeing the club very heavily linked with the young Norwich fullback Max Ahrens. Would that be a good piece of business?
3: Yeah, he's a, he's a young uh, right-back who's done well in the Championship. Of course, it's only been a season just like Juan Bissaka and it's going to, the difference is that he's going to end up playing in the Premier League which is of course different you see with Dwight Gale how well he does in the Championship compared to the Premier League. So, he's, he's a young talent and he's actually, you know, I wouldn't be too upset if we went for him because end of the day we can still develop him and he has got talent in him he's been linked with other clubs before Palace, such as Tottenham um, before so it is good signs if we're going to sell one bissaka and get player like Max I think yeah that that is a good thing
4: yeah I'd definitely rather go for a younger player to be honest with you I think we've in the past, Senator had gone for players that have cost quite a bit of money and have been at the wrong end of 30. And I know the papers were <coughs> suggesting Nathaniel Klein coming back to Palace. And yeah. he's, I think he's getting on a bit now, end of 29 or something. But I definitely would rather uh, go for someone younger um, and also, as you said earlier, try and bring in someone from the academy again. Um, yeah.
0: Do you think Max Aaron's is good enough, though, because he is still a teenager, and not every teenage fullback is going to be an Aaron Wambasaka? From what is shown, yeah, he is good enough, but we don't know in the Premier League because we haven't seen that yet. But from early signs, so yeah,
3: he, he looks like a decent player.
1: Talking?
0: we haven't seen definite suggestions but again he's english norwich have come up which puts them in a relatively stronger negotiating yes. position they're not going to sell him for less than 20 million pounds because you've got to also consider that any negotiation that palace try and do with any club mm. if they sell wambsaka that club knows full well that you've got a big fat 60 million sat there so and they're going to take you for your worth is
4: he i mean has he been commanding the position at, at 9 yes, in season. So yeah, they're gonna have to replace him. Yeah.
1: Is he an under twenty one, under eighteen, international under nineteen? Uh I think think yeah. he is. He's got a bit of experience I think. Yeah. Previously
0: he's been linked with Manchester United, he's been linked with Tottenham, he's mm-hmm. been linked with Red Bull Leipzig in right. Germany as well. These are top sides yes. so he is a guy with he's potential. The... Yeah. I mean,
4: If we're talking about you know, full backs as we said earlier you know not being uh, commanding as much a, 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 as a salary or wage sort of price as a uh, centre back and then people are saying like Neil saying you know, well Aaron Wan-Bazaka we'd probably let him go for 50 million you look at a championship striker these days are going to cost you 10 to 15 million so really we shouldn't be paying i would have thought more than about five or seven million for him no i
3: I disagree. You, think I just, you should pay yeah, more. Yeah, I think so. I think they will demand more. Five, seven million is yeah. nothing nowadays. I feel like they—they're mm. they're in the Premier right. League.
1: right. You know, they've just come up. He's an—you know—he's an England international, money, under 21, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, but and not, he's English as well, and that's a premium in its own right.
3: Yeah, forget about everything else. He's talented. Mm. There is talent there as well. You, you have to consider that as well. I think 20 to 25 million—it sounds about right for a player like him. But the question is. Would he want to come to Palace? There's that also because it's not like hmm. he's going to take a massive jump from Norwich, it's not like he's going to join a top six side.
1: No, that's yeah, true.
3: we're more stable in the Premier League nowadays, even though we're fighting relegation every season, but we still manage to survive for how long and how many battles. But yeah. if we're going
4: to be spending that sort of money, I would rather use that money personal opinion mm. I'd rather use that money for Bapsuari or a striker because I don't think we're going to have that much money floating around to be no. honest with
1: the cost of the new stand I don't want
4: to put all the, the money background. on a fullback yeah. that's just my opinion I mean we've got Wardy at right back that's we've true. got uh Kelly, Kelly, Kelly plays right there, back yep. and we're also looking at possibly <laughs> re- renegotiating with Papsuari if he's fit I don't know I don't know. I'm just. You, that's why I said, you know, I'll be reluctant to pay more than about five million for seven million for a t- championship fullback.
1: Perhaps why it's a left back
4: though? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking uh, just, if Ward. I feel like, yeah, I feel like even with
3: Ward, as full uh, long-term potential, I see yeah. him playing centre back. He played there yeah. one yeah. or two games, yeah. and he was he's, decent there. I can and, see and him yeah. as centre back. So I feel yeah. like if we do sell Wan Bissaka, we still need to invest. Whether that's Max Aaron's, I don't know, but it sounds it sounds good. If we're looking at players like Max, then yeah, the club is on the right path.
0: What about looking at a more experienced replacement? We're hearing that Tottenham might be looking to get rid of one or both of their full-backs this season. What about Kieran Trippier? Aim high. I would rather... Yeah,
1: but how I much feel, are we going to have to pay for him, though? 25.
0: I'd rather t-
3: pay 25 for Max uh, Max Irons than Kieran Trippier. I feel like experience is needed, but we've got enough experience in the squad. I'd rather go with the younger talent who has bigger potential... Um, I've got Kieran to agree Trippier, with you there, actually, I've got to
1: agree with you because we've got Wardy there that can play there anyway. Yeah, I feel like too much <laughs> experience is. I'd rather go
3: with more potential.
4: have you know, got the experience. I do Ward agree with point. you, but I I don't agree <gasps> on Kelly. the price. I just think twenty five million. For it, four it's like that. It's not. He won't it won't go with cheap. premier. But we'll walk away. Just say no. It's not worth it. Then we won't have a right back.
0: Well, hang on a minute. How good is Joel Ward? Because if we're dealing with a situation where he can fill in and do a job there, is there an argument that you go, you know what, Wardy, welcome back to the side and we're now in a position where we can strengthen elsewhere?
3: But I still think, feel like it doesn't... You look at Van Aanholt with the left-back position. We, we've we been talking about how we, we're we lacking numbers in, uh, lacking numbers as left-backs yeah. and it's impacted his performance. With Joel Ward, he's, even when Wan-Bissaka is there, when he has played, he hasn't played up to par in my opinion in the right back position so regardless of what happens and we still need to invest on in a right back either bring someone from the academy that's the cheapest option and but it... that's madness
0: yeah. I, I feel like you guys have a slightly Clouded judgment of how good teenage fullbacks are going to be, mm. yeah, completely understandably because you've had this once in a generation I'm, yeah, talent. I'm
3: saying, I'm saying, if there is someone who's decent who's showing potential, which I don't know personally, but if there is, then yes, bring him. But the 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 option that I would go with is just replace him and get someone like uh, Max Aarons which makes sense. He's another young right back, and of course, it's not Juan Busaca
0: level, but there is
3: potential there for him to be a very decent Premier League player.
0: And would you spend the rest of that money on the rest of the team? Because otherwise you've just weakened. Yeah, I would. Um, go for Batshuayi, really. Um, that's,
3: that's my other priority. I, I,
1: I, yeah, it would be nice to spend the £60 million on the squad. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, And I think that's true you know, as well. We've got the stand to, to think about investing in the academy. Quite important. I mean, really, I, that's another thing. I just hope we're developing a structure where... The likes of uh Klein and Zaha and Wambasaka are not one in generation or one in ten years I think we are, are Mitch. was
4: down the road from you and me the you know Copas cope they yeah, have, they've yeah. been buying up that land yeah from I feel goals. Like, it, fine. they 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 are investing a lot of money
1: fine, but get get if if they're good enough, start getting them in the first team squad and start getting them playing because i, I really i don't see a a proper career path for these players. And then they're coming through by chance. They're not coming through in a structured, structured manner. It's hard, though. It's,
3: it, you can't say, oh, he's good. and play-. Look at Wan-Bissaka. Look how brilliant he is. But we didn't give him the opportunity until players got injured.
1: Because we had no choice. Our yeah. backs were against the wall. But, we had to throw but, him
3: in. But then again, but you can argue that Wan-Bissaka was one in a you know it's not generational yeah generation ten
4: every 10 years i i worked out so yeah me personally and the rest
3: of it i feel like there's fans who just want academy players to play just for the sake of it i don't agree i feel like if they are good enough then they will play but if they're not good enough there's no point forcing it
4: you can't force it but i think what mitch is trying to say and what i tend to agree with is you can ease in one player at a time yeah Now, I agree with you, an opposition manager will target that as a weak link, yeah? But he could target other players as a weak weak link in our team. Ben Teke, for example, last season has been targeted. But in terms of of easing
3: him in, Mm. how are you going to do that? Do you start him or do you bring him off the bench? That's another thing because we've seen with substitutions last season, Roy's not a massive fan of them. Mm. So the likelihood of that that happening, of a young player coming off the bench and Roy easing him in... Into the squad, I don't see that happening at all.
1: Yeah, but this is again, this is a process we, you know, if we are developing a structure for the academy, it's a three, five year program. And in that time, to be honest, I don't see Roy Hodgson being the manager in three, five years' time.
4: So I remember quite a few years ago, might be a little bit before your time, DR, but I remember when Terry Venables was manager of Palace for the second time, Mm. out of the blue over the summer, he picked. Hayden Mullins, yes, academy straight yes. in the team, and, and he was go. brilliant, Boom. consistent the whole season. It can be done,
1: yeah. yeah, but there again, yeah, but you've got to look at where Terry Venables is coming and his pedigree, and he can spot he could spot talent and he knew it f- for what it was. and Bearing in mind, with the help of Malcolm Allison in the 70s, you know, that team of the 80s that won the youth cup and produced six, seven, eight regular first team players out of our academy, and to think that. We haven't done anything since. It's, it's a crime. Mm. It is it is different. Yeah.
0: I'm going to leave you with one final question on Aaron Wim- wan which is, if him going to United means you get one more year of Wilfred Zaha, will you accept that?
2: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, eighteen plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. dot uh, com.
0: So, if so, he doesn't go, would he? Does Zaha leave? Let's That's assume it. that if he goes, Zaha definitely stays. Is that all right? Yeah,
1: I feel like Zaha would have to. You've got no choice, really. Have you? They both can't go. <laughs> That'd be horrendous. So,
0: you'd be willing to sacrifice AWB to
1: keep Wilf? i feel not like willing. It's... Yeah. <laughs> but, we've still but got.
0: <laughs> within the confines of realistic decision making.
3: We've, we've still got decent defenders in Tompkins yeah. and Saka, whereas Wilf, I feel like he orchestrates our attack and losing him. Yeah. Losing Wilf will be massive unless you get a proper replacement, which I'm not too sure who we could bring in. Mm.
1: Edwin Hazard, maybe?
3: (laughs) Well, he's less good, so we're not doing that.
0: Talking of Wilfred Zahar, he has spoken very openly, very candidly this week about racist abuse in the English game. He said he suffers extreme vitriol every single week. Coming up... Is this something you guys have noticed at Selhurst Park? And if so, how is it something that we can combat? What? This is Love Sport. The Crystal Palace fan show here on Love Sport Radio. In a week where Wilfred Zahar has said he's subjected to racist abuse in nearly every game. He says he's called a monkey, often called things even more horrible than that this obviously isn't a problem that is unique to crystal palace i think we'd assume he's often getting it from away fans as well but is this something you guys have ever seen or directly been on the receiving end of at a game of football
3: it's not the game it's social media that does this um i feel like people go on social media and they feel like they could cover their identity and yeah. just let So-called it out. so called keyboard warriors yeah, key, yeah yeah and you can see it on social media you could go on Wilfred Zars post and you could go in the comment section and at times he's he selects people and puts puts on his story so you can see it as well but they they are you know he's been targeted for ages and nothing nothing will change unless authorities do something about it because people are getting away with it what no one has any fear of doing these kinds of actions and that's the most worrying thing about
4: it i think he's also i do agree with you that because i've witnessed it um but i i'm surprised because he has come out and said he's experiencing it at matches and it's obviously away matches um, and I just all at home matches from away
0: fans, yeah, and I I'll, suppose very occasionally from Palace fans as well. We can't rule that yeah, out. I mean, I, I, I would, I, I
3: haven't I seen if something bit, like, if something like that happened between Palace fans, we would hundred percent know. I don't feel and like was in the Palace section. I've, he would say that as well, and the club would yeah, target people. But I think,
4: if I think of, you know. Players coming to Palace from other teams, and I think if somebody near me was to shout out something, you know, I would have a word with someone.
3: But the thing is, it's so hard for us to know in a way section because I could barely hear the person on my right, mm-hmm. so I can't, I won't be able to hear one person shouting insult in comments to Wilfred Tsar in a way section. So I don't think it's lying because I've seen. We've shown the comments that people who just hide their identity online and just put racial slurs at him. I've seen it happen. He's not lying, but of course, if you're asking me whether I'll witness the first hand, I witnessed it firsthand, no, I haven't, because it's it's mm. extremely hard. The stadium is just extremely so hard.
0: Any of you three noticed this at all? I haven't no. noticed what exactly not, so notice racist abuse of either players or fans by supporters at a football match.
1: No, not for a number of years
0: not in the last 5 years. So. No. Okay. Yeah, so, not around me. So it it clearly is still happening, but not in the Palace ends. But it, I, it
3: sorry, it does happen in Palace ends. Um apparently in a Holmesdale section, there were I think earlier on the season there was a incident where there was an argument because of certain fans uh, shouting, you know, racial slurs so there has okay. it has happened in palace ends okay but it's not targeted without palace players. but i've heard something yeah yeah well, so it's, I'm, it's I'm like arguably that. not the yeah. primary
0: concern but no I, I take your point i think james on your point of we would speak up if we yeah. saw someone around us doing this that's a really good point and we would all love to think that we would and i'm sure that you for one would but there are so many different complex little angles with that as well not least safety i mean there was one reported example this season where a spurs fan was allegedly shouting racial abuse at his own player hyunmin son Mm -hmm. and another spurs fan took him to task for that quite politely but said listen do you mind it's Mm -hmm. 2019 not acceptable the guy turns around starts berating the guy who's had a word with him and this guy's tiny infant son so yeah the people who are doing this are so horrible that it's not even a straightforward (laughs) thing to approach them i suspect
4: no it's difficult because unfortunately football does attract uh you know the unsavory characters Mm. um it is just that that game and yeah over the years we've we've got rid of quite a few uh hooligans or, or whatever yeah. you want to call them uh, racist thugs but there are still there is still a minority there um and there uh, probably always will be i mean looks what's happened in portugal recently it's ridiculous but uh i don't know i mean personally yeah i i think i'd 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 think twice if i took my my two children along with me about having confrontation um but if I was on my own, I'd certainly uh, like to think that I was brave enough to sort of call out somebody. Um, yeah. I, s- yeah. Well, I
1: think that is the key to it. As a society, uh, supporters as members of society, we do need to call out all this uh, abuse at any level, be it racial, sexual, uh, rephobic, ref- whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, I'd certainly hear a lot of that. Um and it, you know it, it has become more and more uh, unacceptable. And you know, having been to a few more games around the country, uh, it, it, you know, I, th- I think most teams, fortunately, have black players in their side now, uh, or, or you know, have a, some sort of racial mix. And I think it's just generally unacceptable um, here. We've you know we've seen it in in Eastern Europe where England have played. And at the end of the day it's down to society and other supporters who yeah. say to call it out um as well as u a for actually taking a stand on it the f a that's part of the problem as well they've got to be just they've got to have the zero tolerance. One
0: of Zaha's comments is particularly interesting. He's talking about these guys who he's alleging are racially abusing him. He says, And then when you leave, what? You're back to being a normal dad, working a normal job. People mask this stuff. Do you subscribe to that idea that, you know, a racist isn't obviously going to be a racist? We will have people who we think of as nice, respectable, normal members of society who go to the football get a bit overexcited and behave in a way that is completely abhorrent. 100%. There's people out there that
3: go to stadiums but when it comes to outside of stadium, they don't have the same energy. And it's just the fact of, I don't know, I think, what I think is that they go in a stadium and they think they feel like they've paid ticket price so they, they've got so this the entire yeah apply. yeah they've got this entire but it, it's just it's just bang out order but it is so true it's like with social media then people on social media they won't go out on the street to Wolf Tsar and say the same things
1: I think he's totally right uh, some people when they get behind the wheel become a monster road rage <laughs> the whole thing you know um, and yeah I think he's spot on.
0: I think it's just really, really troubling that this is still happening. And we saw it a lot this season. We saw, of course, the allegations of abuse against Raheem Sterling, which were, of course, first denied and then apologised for. Uh, We saw the throwings of banana skins at Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. This is something that our game does still have to work on. And I think James's point of... ...us being self-regulating as fans. Of course, where it's safe, don't put yourselves in danger. But if it is safe to have a word, not to attack, but to educate, that is a really good thing for all of us to do. But coming up here on the Crystal Palace Fan Show, we've got some retained and released lists coming out, not least Crystal Palace's. We'll have a talk about some of the players the Eagles have let go. And there are some old fan favourites who could be available on free transfers as well. Would you have them back?
2: This is
1: Love Sport.
2: Sport.
0: You're listening to the Crystal Palace Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. You're with me, Johnny Burrow, and of course Mitch Thomas, James Howard and D.R. Kernaz of Back of the Nest. And it's time to talk about Palace's retained list and, of course, the released players as well. We're hearing that Jason Puncheon is on his way out of the club after signing initially on a loan basis in 2013, then permanently in 2014. You sad to see him go? Uh, in a way, but it's the right time.
3: Yeah, I, th-
4: I think he was, his career has been dwindling a bit at Palace and he? he wasn't really performing at the levels we were used to. And he was losing his place in the team. People were being frustrated watching him play. Um, and, um, I, yeah, he got the loan out to Huddersfield. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's, we need to move on. Yeah, I don't think
3: Roy rates him anyways. Um, I thought he had a decent pre-season last season. Uh, but, yeah, it just it's one of those things where if the manager doesn't like your playing style, there's no point in it. Of him even staying there. I think
4: it's struggle to get in ahead of the midfielders we got yeah, as well exactly, at the yeah. So for him, he'd be frustrated. So mm. probably more of the player wanting to go as well, to be honest.
0: Do you think he's got much of a future in the game? He's thirty-two now. He was on loan at Huddersfield this season, but only made six appearances in the league.
4: Yeah, I think uh he had a bit of a bust up with the manager there. Um he uh didn't play for a little while, and he got back into the team. But I think they were pretty much already relegated by then. I think off the field, he's had some problems, hasn't he? There was something in the the news, at nightclub or something. Yeah, some various
0: allegations.
4: Allegations. Yeah, but that was yeah. before the
1: loan deal. That's like last year, wasn't it? Yeah, but you know, you have to
4: wonder his attitudes, right, etc. Um, and then when you go to another team and you're a loan player, and suddenly within the first couple of months. You're not getting on with the manager that doesn't quite sound right so there might be you know for us as palace we probably think Do you know what yeah we're happy just to to let the contract run out and uh and then for for another team they'll be they'll be looking at those issues and thinking Do you know what can we take a risk he's 32 yeah maybe a drop down to championship but would be a very good player for yeah, a championship. I, I
3: don't feel like he's done and dusted mm. i feel like he still can play a decent level it's just not at Palace Uh, and Huddersfield uh, as uh, James mentioned there was issues off the pitch so yeah I feel like I feel like he's still a decent player and you could go to a championship side or maybe one of the newly promoted Premier League sides maybe they might want to take him as a squad
4: player just for his experience he might go back to Millwall (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that could happen as well, but they're nowhere near. Do you remember room, when yeah. he scored a hat trick against us? Did you go to that game? I don't think so, but I know the story. Yeah, I've heard about it, oh, and he yeah. scored a hat trick as a lone player. Yeah, and uh, that game got George Burley the sack. Hmm. Yeah, right. poor I, old George. Poor old George. <laughs> poor old George. <laughs>
0: Other players on their way out. Sacco is leaving the club. Has left the club. Bakery, I hope. <laughs> yeah, what what went on there?
3: Well, yeah, that's a good question. What did Did, go on? Did you
1: say we only signed him on a short-term deal anyway for the summer, from January? Yeah, it was a loan deal.
3: And it was so weird. I thought him coming in, he'll get more game time because right before he did leave us, he had a decent run and he scored a couple of goals. So Roy did get the best out of him. So I was surprised with him not really getting involved. I remember, I think, one game where he came on
4: for five to ten minutes. Um, But that's really it. So I
3: was surprised by the decision not to
4: yeah I've always getting thought more he's, more. I think he's good when he comes on as an impact player. really do. Yeah. Um, he's got a tremendous shot on him. Oh yeah, obviously and um, he's very very uh, very energetic forward attacking as well, yeah I think as I, I personally think that we probably needed to just shore up the squad in January. Mm. we were getting a few injuries, and they probably thought mm, he's available, just pay his wages and that's it till the end of the season and um, yeah, but uh, maybe not in the long-term plans.
3: Yeah, so I'm not I'm not that surprised due to how he didn't really play. But when he initially came in, I thought he would get some game time.
4: Yeah, he didn't, did he? It's surprising yes. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. not, not. I think he did get a few minutes, but nothing really uh, to write to write home about.
0: And there are of course some Palace favourites who've been released by their respective <laughs> yeah. employers who are right. available. Johnny Williams, uh, no future at chelton it turns out. He's 25, but he has had significantly more than his fair share of injury problems. Joe Ledley is available. He's now 32. And of course, Mile Jedinak, 34, let go by Aston Villa. Just sentimentality. If, if you we, had yeah, them back.
3: No, no, I'm sorry, we can't have them back. Uh, me personally, I don't know about you guys, but I personally don't want. Johnny Williams, injury prone, look, he was a. He had so much potential, and we still, I still love Johnny for what he. Thank you. What he's done. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll be after laughs> yeah. That's you know I don't. But getting him back to the club, I don't think that's the right move. I mean,
4: if you turn around to me and 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 you said, look, on a pay per play basis, and we yeah, were we talking were about Sterling Mitch before the. I up. think there's I still rate him as a good player, and. But yeah, tying him into uh, a longer term contract is risk, high risk. Yeah. And yeah. also,
3: where does he? So where does he rank? Because Max Meyer is still coming off the bench. Exactly. So where is he going to rank? And I, the play by I don't know, play by play, I doubt that will happen because he really. And like You have got to
1: remember, he's taking up a squad place that could be filled by somebody else. Yeah, and I think we need to just just move forward. Um,
3: just forget who it is. Is he's got yeah. released by Charlton. Yeah. like that's telling if he's got released by Charlton I yeah. think, with all I'd, due respect Why? Well, I
4: don't think he hasn't been technically released they just signed him till the end of the season right Right on a contract yeah. uh, or loan deal I think with Palace but Palace the contract with Palace is, was due to run out at the end of this season gone hmm. but they allowed him to go early and on a loan deal to the end of the season so technically he'd, he'd left Palace maybe Charlton just don't have the money to afford him because from what I'm reading in the newspapers is there's quite a lot of clubs, championship clubs queuing up for his services so he's obviously in demand Yeah, Uh, yeah.
0: international as well yeah
4: Uh, well I mean
3: Wayne Hennessy's as well with Wales but yeah
0: He's actually playing at the moment, Wayne Hennessy, and he's keeping a clean sheet, so be careful what <laughs> you say. <laughs> it's Wales nil, saying. Hungary nil. Yes.
4: <laughs> Was that Joe Ledley, I thought? No. <laughs> Just a bloke well, with a will. beard, Could I be. think. Be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So you wouldn't be having these guys back? No. Uh, I would.
4: Mit- I would. I'd have Johnny back. i uh, will yeah. stick my neck out and say, yeah, do you know what? Take yeah, a punt. I would. I would d- I'd have him. I'd have him back. Yeah, Do you I'd think no, he'd come like, back? There's more
1: pressing they won't positions come back, no. than uh, centre midfield. Yeah, can Johnny Williams play midfield? right back? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> <more>. <laughs> or left back. I've never but, seen it. We, I
3: guess you could try it.
0: You could, you could always give it a yeah. go. Well, as a final note, we come to the end of the show. It's been a stormer. We've been talking, of course, about Aaron wan I need a yes or no from all of you. Is he staying? No. Mitch. No. And James.
2: Oh.
4: Heart says
0: yes, but head says no. Sounds like it's oh, good night to Aaron Wambasaka. <laughs> Join us next week on the Crystal Palace fan show. Will he still be around?
2: Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at LoveSport Radio on Twitter. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.